This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Tonight, Brad Pitt's next move after Angelina's domestic abuse claim. Then, Katy Perry, Sin City Bound? The real deal with those residency rumors as Orlando spills personal details about their love life. We're going deep on this one. Plus, Demi Lovato reveals she's... California sober. Why she's not swearing off drugs after her overdose. Then, a new hire at Buckingham Palace? How Harry and Meghan are inspiring change as Sandra Oh also takes a stand. I belong here! I belong here! And... It was destroying me on the inside. Jessica Simpson shares her handwritten divorce diary. It's an ET exclusive. Brad and Angelina's divorce battle is coming up on five years and the case is still far from settled. Angelina even bringing up again her accusation against Brad for domestic violence. Kev, this is getting nasty. Yeah, it, it is. It really is. And we have the exclusive new reporting on how Brad is responding to this serious situation. <laughs> You got challenges and you got some uphills to face. It's scary for a moment and then you look at your options and you make the best decision and you carry on. A source close to Brad tells E.T. he is heartbroken, never attacked Angie, and is anxious to get custody worked out so the family can finally move on. We're also told those close to Pitt feel Jolie's recent domestic violence claim is simply a ploy to sway the family court in her favor. Angie's endgame? If Jolie wins sole custody, 
I think the worst case scenario would be she then moves the kids away and then Brad would not be able to regularly see them, which would sever the bond. I think of the joy that we have in our family because we are together. The couple have been locked in a bitter custody battle since their split in 2016. This is for my kids who color everything I do. I adore you. I love being a mommy. I love my kids. Brad, who was spotted out in L.A. last week on a motorcycle filming a commercial, wants 50-50 custody. Earlier this month, the case took an ugly turn after new court records revealed Angie is claiming she has proof of alleged domestic violence against Brad and the kids could testify. But E.T. has learned Angie's filing was routine and not a new allegation, but one from 2016 where Brad was cleared. We reached out to Angie's rep for comment. Our Brad source also says it's worth noting how much Pitt's life has changed since that 2016 incident. Quote, Brad has acknowledged his past drinking and taken responsibility for it. Last year, in a heartfelt speech, he thanked Bradley Cooper. I got sober because of this guy, and every day has been happier ever since. I, I love you, and I thank you. I love that friendship. All right, let's move on to Katy Perry. Sounds like... Katie's got her eye on hitting the stage again, but you know what? It's not easy taking a baby on the road these days. So what's a music superstar mom to do? How about head to Sin City? Katie may be doing just that for a very long time, thanks to a new residency deal in the works. This is no big deal. According to Billboard, the new mom is planning on taking over the 5,000-seat capacity theater at the new resort's World Casino later this year, and the residency would run into 2022. There's been no comment from Katie's rep, but here's why it would make sense for her. I want to wear my pajamas all day because I get zero amount of sleep these days. Katie just told us how exhausting her work-life balance at Idol is at the moment with six-month-old daughter Daisy. Well, she'll be on hiatus starting around May, and having a residency would allow this California girl the ability to perform in one place close to home. Katie admits she's still trying to figure out how to make this all work. Yeah, I just gave birth. I'm like doing 16-hour days and, you know, nothing else. <laughs> I'm so grateful. Meanwhile, Daisy's daddy, Orlando Bloom, is holding nothing back about the side effects of babyhood. When asked by the Guardian newspaper how often do they have sex, his response, quote, not enough. We just had a baby, though. And we're going to chalk this answer up to sleep deprivation when Orlando ranked Katie behind his late dog when asked about the greatest loves of his life. Quote, my son Flynn and my daughter Daisy Dove, a dog called Mighty, and then, of course, my fiance. What the... Now on to another pop diva. Demi Lovato opens up about life after her near-fatal overdose and why she's not completely sober. I think the term that I best identify with is California sober. So what does that mean? The 28-year-old says she still drinks and smokes marijuana in moderation. I feel the complete abstinent method isn't like a one-size-fits-all solution for everybody. In spite of Demi's disclaimer, addiction expert Ken Seeley says her parameters are highly dangerous. To tell people that they could be sober and use in moderation is almost criminal because I guarantee you if that takes off, people will die thinking that they're California sober. Lovato OD'd on heroin in 2018 and reveals to CBS Sunday morning how close she came to dying. The doctors, um told me that I had uh, five to 10 minutes and before, like if no one had found me, 
then I wouldn't be here. Basically, I woke up in the hospital and I was legally blind. So I literally couldn't see the OD strokes caused uh, brain damage. The singer's YouTube docuseries, Dancing with the Devil, debuts tomorrow. It's a deep dive into her addictions and past eating disorder. But she says today, she's finally got control of her life back. Every time I was in a hotel room, my phone was taken out of the room so I couldn't order room service. I'm now in control of my finances. I'm now in control of the food that I eat, how often I work out. I think it's a really slippery slope for her. And I only pray that something bad doesn't happen. I'm praying that she gives back the control to somebody that could really help her. You know, at the end of the day, you just want her to be happy, healthy, and win that war with her sobriety. All right, now this is a four-part docuseries, so expect more shocking revelations coming very soon. Every time I think something can't shock me anymore in Hollywood, it does. Like this, this one, one, this thing. It's beyond. Yeah. Wow, Demi. All right, well, meanwhile, the shockwaves keep coming for the royal family after Harry and Meghan's Oprah tell-all, with the firm taking a surprising next step. The palace is looking to hire a diversity chief. This is essentially a new role. It's not an appointment that has been made before. My palace sources have said that while this is a role that they were looking for before the Oprah interview, they have listened to what Meghan and Harry have said. Concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? We are listening and learning. That's what a royal source tells us today about the so-called diversity czar. So what's involved in that job description? And essentially, the role will be to make sure that the palace is a diverse workplace, to make sure that um, ethnic minorities, um, members from the disabled community, members from the LGBTQ community will be represented within that workforce. Is uh, the royal family a racist family, sir? Yeah, very much not a racist. So far, Prince William is the only royal who's spoken out publicly, but we've learned that Prince Charles has taken the lead on the palace's response. Adding fuel, there's also a report that unseen clips from Oprah's three-hour and 20-minute interview with Harry and Meghan will air in the UK. We reached out to Oprah's team at Harpo, and the official word is no comment. This as Harry gives a touching new tribute to his late mother, Diana. In a book for children who have lost their parents to COVID, Harry wrote in the foreword that the loss left a huge hole inside of me. Back here in the US, actress Sandra Oh is taking a stand. I am proud to be Asian. Sandra's parents are immigrants from South Korea. And this weekend, the former Grey's Anatomy star made a surprise appearance in Pittsburgh at a Stop Asian Hate rally following the shooting massacre in Atlanta that left eight people dead, including six women of Asian descent. For many of us in our community, this is the first time we are even able to voice our, our fear and our anger. I want to hear you say, I am proud to be Asian. The 49-year-old has been an advocate for diversity in Hollywood. She made history in 2019 as the first Asian woman to win multiple Golden Globes. Change does take a long time. So the more that we talk about it, yeah. the more that we have opportunities to, to be in, in front of an audience, to be say, hey, we're a part of, we're a part of culture too, I think just the better. Bottom line, it's pretty simple for me. We stand in solidarity with our Asian brothers and sisters. Yes, yes, we all stand together. All right, now to news that is a cause for celebration. A Hollywood icon turns 90. I don't know about parties. I'd rather talk to you, Kevin. William Shatner on his milestone birthday, giving E.T. the exclusive behind the scenes of his new movie. How ridiculous 
it was for me to even consider doing my own sense. Then, two Batmans in one movie? Ben Affleck sparking lots of rumors. We'll explain that one and reveal if he's back with ex Anna Diarmas. Plus, how Steve Harvey really feels about his daughter dating Michael B. Jordan. I can't whoop him. Most guys, I say I can jump on them and take them out. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. So your youngest daughter's dating Michael B. Jordan. He's just the greatest guy, isn't he? I have tried not to like him. <laughs> this guy is such a good guy, man. I'm hoping this lasts. When you win over Daddy, Kev, you know you are That's right. That's what it's all about. Exactly. Steve Harvey could not stop gushing over Michael today. Meanwhile, an unexpected scare in Ellen's love life. Her wife, Portia de Rossi, had surgery on Friday to deal with appendicitis. She is resting at home now, and Ellen, of course, is taking care of her. Yeah, get well, Portia. Absolutely. Get well. All right, now let's turn to a Hollywood legend, William Shatner, who is still going strong as he celebrates an epic birthday today. How does it feel to still be out there hustling at 90 to be a leading romantic man? As I look back on it now, I should have taken longer with the kiss. What color pills are you taking? I'm taking blue. Only E.T. can take you behind the scenes with Shatner, Gene Smart, and Christopher Lloyd in Senior Moment, coming to select theaters and on Digital Friday. In the rom-com, he plays a NASA pilot who has to learn how to navigate life and love after his driver's license is taken away. You don't look like a bus guy to me. Judge took it away from me. Get out of here. Today's milestone birthday had William feeling reflective. I've seen clips of myself as a, a young man. I'm looking at this young, good-looking guy running around. Slip. My God, did I look like that. By the way, at one point, you jump into the pool. Yes. What was that like? There was a time when I was doing a lot of my own stunts. Being on the top of a train at 40 miles an hour, if you fell, you'd probably die. And I look back on those and think how ridiculous it was for me to even consider doing my own stunts. But jumping into a pool doesn't enter into that category. As you look at this next 10 years, as you count down to 100, what do you want to accomplish? What do I want in the 10 years? I want to ride my horses. I want to love my family. I want to make these things I'm doing. I'd like to be around when the science fiction of today becomes science fact. By the way, this is a reunion for William and Christopher. They got into a fight at the end of Star Trek III, The Search for Spock. William threw him into lava. What? Yeah, remember the time you tried to push me into lava? Oh, no, no, that was just a nudge. <laughs> now, Wait. Jessica Simpson is actually spilling the hot tea. They put us as a trophy couple that we actually weren't. From divorce to body shaming. It was always about my look. Our exclusive look at her personal diary. Plus, only ETs at home with Nancy Grace, her husband, and their 13-year-old twins. Mom's pretty nice at home. Yeah, she's not mean. Why would you even suggest that? Well, well I mean, we've watched you on TV before. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. 
Mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Today, fans lit up Twitter asking, who's the best Batman? Christian Bale was called the GOAT, beating out Clooney, Kilmer, Keaton, and Ben Affleck. Just this weekend, the Dark Knight was spotted leaving Ben's home. There are rumors both might be reprising their Batman roles, filming cameos in the upcoming Flash spinoff. Oh, and there was also talk that Ben and Ana de Armas could be back on after Ana posted a selfie wearing the heart necklace she and Ben wore in happier times. She shot down the rumors just a few hours later, posting a whole lot of nopes. I don't know. I still think they're going to find their way back to one another. Well, now let's talk about Miss Jessica Simpson because she celebrated her daughter Bertie Mae's second birthday with a throwback hippie-themed birthday bash, calling her youngest child, quote, the boss bird to us all. <laughs> Let's bring in our boss bird, Rachel Smith from Nashville, because Mama Bird Jess is also throwing it back to her famous ex, Rach. Yes, it is true, Nichelle. For the first time, Jess shares her never-before-heard heartache following her divorce from Nick Lachey. With Nick, I was, you know, 22 years old when we got married. Within shooting newlyweds, and once I started to get endorsement deals that were separate from him. There was a little bit of tension. They put us as a trophy couple that we actually weren't. E.T. has an exclusive look at Jessica's handwritten divorce diary, where she writes about the pain she felt, especially because Nick was able to move on so quickly after their 2005 split. Quote, so Nick, you're with another already? Seems that you forgot the love you spoke to me. I'm saddened beyond belief, alone in the dark, with no one to call my own. What's left of me? Nick began dating current wife Vanessa Lachey around six months after his split from Jessica. We both were at fault in a lot of things, um, but I mean, I'm happy for him now. I mean, he's married with three beautiful children. He took heartbreak and made it into something beautiful, and that's what I did as well, but you know, it took me longer to get there. Jessica's journals will be part of the paperback release of her best-selling bombshell memoir, Open Book, which details her roller coaster life journey, including overcoming alcohol and pill abuse. The paperback will also include a new journal entry detailing the horror she felt being objectified after the 2009 Mom Jeans controversy. It was always about my look, whether it was, you know, not covered enough or covered too much. <laughs> E.T. also has the first look at the new introduction Jessica wrote. Jessica says she felt compelled to tell eight-year-old daughter Maxwell about being sexually molested as a child after an abuse survivor became emotional in front of them during a book signing. Quote, when she walked away, Maxwell asked, what was she talking about? This was going to have to be the time for our talk. Parents have to seize these moments when you have your kids' attention. The 
my daughter were to have ever been experiencing that, I want to know immediately. Wow, and that is just one of many teachable moments in her memoir. Now tomorrow, another Jess exclusive, our brand new interview with Miss Simpson. Her multi-million dollar empire is getting even bigger, so we're gonna talk to her about that and something else a lot of parents can relate to, homeschool. <laughs> Michelle, back to you. Thanks so much, Rachel. <laughs> well, now let's talk about another working mama, Nancy Grace. We know that she is great at asking hard-hitting questions, but when E.T. was invited exclusively to her Atlanta home, we asked Nancy's husband of 13 years, David, to help us out, and he got right to a big Hollywood headline. America's Most Wanted covered the dog napping of Lady Gaga's dogs. What can you tell us now about what the case is? It's still unsolved. And this is what perplexes me. We talk about the dog napping. What about the person, Ryan Fisher, that got shot four times? That is an attempted murder. So I'm curious about where are the attempted killers right now? That's a good point. Wait, did you just agree with me? I did, I did. Now this is on video. <laughs> Yep, the 61-year-old former prosecutor doesn't hold back, even with businessman husband David Lynch and 13-year-old twins Lucy and John David, who we first met at home back in 2016. Bye. Oh, no, where did he go? Okay, what is one thing that you think people would be surprised to know about mom or dad? John David. Well, mom's pretty nice at home. Yeah, she's not mean. She's not That's mean. Like you might see her on Why TV. would you think that? Why would you even suggest that? Well, well I mean, we've watched you on TV before. I want you to use your brain for a minute. Well, the twins get to watch mom on a whole new show now. She's hosting Fox Nation's America's Most Wanted Overtime, the companion show to Elizabeth Vargas's America's Most Wanted. How would you profile the mother? We get to go in depth and ask even more questions about the perps. But Nancy's new gig doesn't mean she's done taking charge at home. It's good. Right answer. Right <laughs> answer. To which parent do you go when you want the answer to be yes or when you want something? If I ask dad, it's usually whatever you say or like you force him to say. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Listen, when Nancy Grace is your mama, you just say, yes, ma'am. All right, coming up, a star-studded tribute to Texas. We're with Matthew McConaughey, next. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the E.T. podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Kelly Clarkson shined bright deep in the heart of the We're Texas concert. The fundraiser was put together by Matthew McConaughey, who told us he had no trouble lining up so many superstars from Meg Thee Stallion to Post Malone. The eclectic music that is in Texas su surprised me once I got the, the bands together. I looked at it, I was like, boy, this covers all types of music. And in the words of Ray Charles, when you talk <laughs> about what kind of music do I like, mm -hmm. I like good music. Come on, yes. <laughs> that man is a good time. Yes, he good is. Good music and a yes, good time. This event has raised more than $7 million so far. Fantastic. 100% of the proceeds will help those devastated by the winter storm that hit Texas. You can still donate, by the way. Just go to the Just Keep Living Foundation, their website for details. Take care, everybody. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.